2: This segment is brought to you by Jigmaster Jigs. When in doubt, get the jig out. Go to jigmasters.com and use promo code PNF20 and save 20% off your next jig order today. Welcome to the Paddle and Fin Podcast Network. This is the final cast segment with your hosts, Brad Hicks and Josh Eldridge, where we cast our final opinions on all products, good and bad. Welcome to the final cast. to the final cast on the Paddle and Finn Podcast Network. I'm your host, Brad. And I'm Josh. Uh this episode we have a cool uh segment for you guys planned. We're gonna talk about the uh, Plano Edge series boxes and some uh Plano storage tackle options. So uh we brought on uh Chris Russell from uh Plano. How you doing? Welcome hey to the show.
3: Yeah, thanks for having me. It's great to be here. Appreciate your uh taking the time to talk about uh storage boxes and where to keep all that fancy new lure stuff we all buy every year
4: yeah <laughs> <laughs> right oh got to well. protect those jackhammers somehow right
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah if you can find them yeah. god they're like they're worth their weight in gold right now seems like
4: <laughs> yeah that's true
2: yeah we uh all of us here at paddle and finn we we talk about the uh planet of edge series uh boxes quite a bit and we thought this would be a good episode to talk about. Uh, we see everybody talking about them all the time. So we figured di- we dive in a little deeper and get into it. So okay. uh, let's start off, uh, you uh, just tell a little bit about yourself, uh, where you're from, what you do.
3: All right, that sounds good. Uh, I'm the marketing director for Plano Fishing and, and Fraybill products as well. Uh, I've, I've been lucky enough to be around the industry for almost 20 years. Uh, This 19, or excuse me, 2020 would have been my 20th ICAST that I would have attended. Um, I started as a retail buyer, uh, grew up in the Pacific Northwest, fishing for salmon and steelhead in in Oregon and Washington. Uh, My world kind of moved me around. I kind of talked my way into the fishing industry and uh, somehow they believed half the stuff I told them at the time. And I went to work for Eagle Claw as their marketing director. Uh, I've had the chance to work for Shimano, and now over at Plano, so I've been really blessed to work with some really amazing brands, and I get to do marketing uh, all across the country. You know, Fishing has taken me to Australia and Japan and Europe, and uh, it's, it's been just a lot of fun learning the whole industry, kind of from coast to coast, fresh and salt. Um, I saltwater fish now a lot because I live in Charleston, chase redfish and sea trout a lot uh, but a kayak fish, uh, as much as I, uh, fish out of my, uh, uh, saltwater boat as well. So I enjoy kind of doing it all.
2: Uh, you mentioned, uh, your 20th year at ICAST, if it happened this year, how different was it from your first year doing it to now?
3: You know, I, uh, as a buyer, it's a whole nother world. Of course, Mm -hmm. you know, it's a little easier. It's a lot of people taking you out to fancy dinners and those kind of things. And, uh, you don't have quite the the schedule because you don't have to worry about setup and teardown on both ends of it. You know that's that's where the grind really comes into place. But you know it's grown a lot. Those early years when I used to go, it it was really kind of a flat show. It wasn't growing. Um, the company I worked for, we didn't think it was important enough. I kind of went every other year because iCast wasn't the draw. You know there was no digital influencer like the thing we're doing now didn't really exist. So you would. You media would be around the show, but they may not cover an item for 90 days, you know. But by the time the magazine went to print or whatever happened, so it uh, it's changed a lot, a lot more vibrant now. I think there's a lot more excitement. It's faster mm-hmm. to market, and uh, I, I I'm disappointed. I didn't I didn't get that 20th in a row. You know, it's uh-huh. kind of a bummer. But we did it digitally and and virtually, and it, it came off pretty well for our company overall.
2: Yeah, it did. I saw a few other companies that did their virtual iCast, and it was pretty cool. I liked it.
3: Yeah, we, we all wish we could be face-to-face, but you make the most of what cards are dealt, and uh, it was fun. It was it was a lot of work. It's kind of like a lot of marketing things. You know 50% of it's not going to be any good. You just don't know what's 50% when you're doing it kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And so we we learned a lot. I think every company that participated... Found things that really were successful and some that weren't, and you know, we'll just go from there and, and build off of that.
2: Awesome! Well, you mentioned uh, you kayak fish. What kind of kayak are you in? Uh,
3: I've got a, uh, a native uh, Slayer, and I also have mm-hmm. an old town kayak. Um, I when I was in Colorado for a while, I actually had a, an old town double, I think loon was the model back in the day before kayak fishing was even cool. We used to go yeah. up to the really high mountain lakes and paddle around with my wife and kids and uh, uh, but now you know I've converted and gone to the newer stuff and and uh, they're both great boats I you know don't have a brand that I'm really tightly associated with the native guys are here in the Carolinas so I really connected with them over the last couple years and and uh, just enjoy being out and about and and getting to do it get into waters that you can't get to in the bay boat type of thing and uh, fish the freshwater around here in the kayaks a lot too
2: that's cool that's cool so uh, let's just get into uh, the, ed- the edge boxes, I guess. Um,
3: all right, all right. Um, do you want to start with the newest stuff, the the stuff we just launched at ICAST, maybe?
2: Yeah, I I, I haven't seen it yet, so okay, this will all be right. interesting.
3: Well, we'll we'll talk about that. I've got a variety of boxes here, and uh, you know, we'll talk about some of the features in general, and then we'll go into the uh, the newest item, uh, the one that won Best of Show for us in tackle storage uh, again this year. Um, But one of the first new items I've got, um, it's just a small version of of the Edge box. It's now in our 3,500 size. Mm, So a year ago when we launched Edge, we launched it in the 3,600 and the 3,700. So 3,600 is a little bit bigger, 37 even larger than that. Um, But this year, a lot of folks were requesting this small box. They use this for technique-specific tackle storage. Maybe they just live in this platform. One thing about Edge is the features cross all the items. So the there's about a dozen very custom features. There are seven patents rolled into the Edge box that makes them very unique. Uh, some are still pending, but they're all kind of uh, our creation. And, uh, you know, one of my favorites is this latch that you operate with just one hand. And, you know, that has been such a great benefit for so many anglers that, that you can just use this box. You know, you reach into there, you open it up. You don't have to flip around with latches. You know, on three sides like some of the waterproof boxes have. Um, simple. One of the one of the most simplest designs, but but still one of the favorites of people out there.
4: Yeah, one of the questions I did have too, because um, I, and this isn't like a gripe or a con. I think this is just me not being used to that type of box. Because I mean, I've used your standard double latch box and i have trouble actually latching the 3700s with one hand huh, like okay. i can undo it fine like that but when yeah. i go to snap it and it's just me i noticed it because i was thinking about this before the episode actually today and i was like you know i was like what's some of the things that i struggle with with it and that was the first thing that popped in my head and it, it's actually i, I started to kind of fit like think back to like all right what am i doing that's causing that <laughs> and it's actually my hand's not centered you know what i mean on the latch uh, itself
0: yeah and it, you can yeah.
4: actually latch one side yeah. and not the other side yeah. if you have your hand on and it, now I, only, I don't have obviously any, i only have a 3700 uh the jig one yeah and i think it's almost like a combination of what the weight of the box with all the jigs it's causing me to do it too uh, like and sure. i'll snap it and be like I don't think that thing's latched. And it's not, you know what I mean? And You just, so, just have not latched
3: on one side or the other. Yeah, and I've, I've done that too. <laughs> you, you know, one thing that, that we, we noticed when we first launched these is our whole life of Plano, which is 60 years, we taught everybody that you open from the bottom first. Yeah. Yeah. And now we have to teach everybody you do it from the top <laughs> and then the bottom. And so, you know, it does take a little bit. You know, one thing I will tell you, a box, the thinner the box and the wider, the harder it is to get those to line up perfectly because yeah. you just have bigger space. We've noticed it that that every once in a while, you know, to be real honest, we get a thirty seven thin, which this one is, and you can see it's quite a bit thinner. This is the terminal box. Um, but they're a little bit harder to latch than the standard, and the the thinner ones almost never or the standard thirty six almost never have the problem. The deeps almost never have it. And I think you're right. It's somewhat just what you can get your hands on, you know And especially if you're a big guy with big meaty palms, it's even harder to get a hold of it But it is one of those things that kind of a little muscle memory once you do it Yeah, it it really kind of comes on and then you're doing it without even thinking about it kind of thing So
4: yeah, it's it was something I noticed that I was doing I was like it's not an issue with the box at first I thought it was Uh and then i was like no i think i'm like i'm trying to snap it closed and my hand's not centered in it and so like you know if i'm using two hands to shut it it's fine and i'm like it's got to be just the placement of my hand when i'm trying to do it quickly and not really paying attention Uh but i mean i'm a huge fan of it because the one thing that i really like about that edge series box is the latch so it had nothing you know i didn't really have a gripe about how it closed because i was like real psyched that it's like a solid seal in a sense, all the way down the length Mm -hmm. of the box, as opposed to just being two latches and two latches. In my opinion, is not hard to accidentally knock open, you know, like if you catch it on something or you turn around and you can, you don't have one side latched all the way and you hit a latch against, say your tackle, you know, your black pack or whatever you're putting it in and you potentially have a spill, you know, over the side of your kayak, Mm -hmm. you know, Right. So, I mean, for obviously like big boat world, not a huge deal. You're probably going to, your tackle is going to be contained right there. Mm-hmm. So for us kayak anglers, it's kind of important to make sure everything is really secure because it's so easy to lose stuff. Yeah. And um, that was, that was a huge selling point for me. And the fact that I really dug the clear lid, uh, you know, uh, that, yeah. Yeah. You, know yeah, you can see, awesome. see what you have. There's nothing, I mean, I have, I have older Plano, uh, like 3500s. I got with my kayak that, you know, they're branded, I think it was, uh, with, yeah, the Jackson Coos HD that I got and they, um, they're great and I love them because they're perfect size for like river fishing. But the thing I always can't stand is I'm like, man, I, cause I can never remember what I have where, like, I don't, all my stuff is I'm the worst when it comes to organization. So, Sitting there, like I don't know what's in this box or this box or this box, because they're all different. It's like, yeah. here's a lipless crankbait, here's a popper, here's a, you know, a jig that I had tied on that I tossed it into the box. And the fact that you guys are, you know, doing those clear lids, it's just, it's a, it's amazing. And it kind of looks good too, you know, you yeah. get yeah, it looks good when you got your tech because that's the only box that I have, my plano edge box that's organized whatsoever. Like, is that right? It's just my <laughs> jig box. It's literally nothing but jig. <laughs> Same here. Come
3: to your house and do a little Plano intervention. You know, maybe <laughs> yeah. that's that's what we need. <laughs> yeah. When we when we started working with uh, Brian Latimer about a year and a half ago, we sent him some stuff, and I sent him like a plastic storage unit, a shelving unit for his garage, and some of our trunks. And he's like, "Man, Chris, th- this." is intervention series he said i had no idea how bad i was until you told me so it's pretty funny i've used that line a lot but that's brian latimer's story so that's
2: cool (laughs) yeah going going back to the lid you you guys did mention that it's like a muscle memory thing if you keep if you keep doing that you get the hang of it pretty quick and like i like to compare it to like my own like adult fidget spinner Cause I okay. can sit there and do that for hours. It's Just it's fun it to do. Forward, huh?
4: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh wait a minute, dude! You are an adult who owns a fidget spinner. Like half yeah, our what... episodes start start. I connect with him and he's sitting there spinning it. Like, see
3: <laughs> <laughs>
4: it's my wife's.
3: That's oh uh, yeah, that's what I would play say. Your wife, sure. <laughs> that's. Fun. Uh... You know, one of the things on the latch that that we get a lot of great comments about is that that labeling system, too, yeah. that's built in here. You know, that that we all have done that. You know, maybe we just wrote on it with a, a Sharpie, but on standard plastics, that, that ink doesn't stay or doesn't hold. Um, you know, we put a label on it. You put some tape on it, write on it, whatever it is. So we just saw that in so many anglers' boxes. Uh, you know, one of the things about Edge, we, we were working on it for about 24 months and we did over 2,000 angler interviews during the process. Not, not just our pros, but, you know, we went around the country and we went to big tournaments, both professional anglers and the weekend warrior guys. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we went to the saltwater, we went to fresh, we talked to, you know, big boat guys and, and, and kayak anglers and just anywhere we could find people and 2,000 2, interviews of what is the biggest problem in tackle storage. And, you know, we've worked hard to try to solve as many as we could. Um, that's where this labeling system really came from. You know, it's, mm-hmm. it's, again, it's kind of a simple idea, but people love the fact that they can label it. And, you know, when they're stacked up in your bag or like you're talking about down in your kayak, and maybe they're just racked in there, you know, now you can just look real quick and, with a little bit of cleaner, you can change it. So if you want to switch it up, and you decide, oh, I don't want to store, you know, chatterbaits in there. That's going to be my rattle trap box, or I'm going to do something else in that. You can you can change it as you go too.
4: Yeah, I get a quick question about the label because it reminds me of something. Because um, I remember when I was like, ah, th- is this going to stay? I wrote yeah. it on there and you know what it reminds me of? of? Where you have to sign your credit cards on the back. Is that the same <laughs> kind of material?
3: You know what? I'd, I'd have to defer to an engineer. I'd like to and say absolutely, but I don't really know.
4: Because <laughs> uh, somehow that me. stuff stays pretty good. I mean, because you write that in pen most of the time and I'm yeah. I'm always amazed. I'm like... You know, you'd think that would wipe off instantaneously, but it doesn't. And I, that's how that edge box label is, too. I wrote, get jiggy with it on mine. That's what it said. To Brad. <laughs> I,
2: I haven't even wrote on mine yet. And I've had it for. Well,
4: that's because you don't use forever. jigs.
2: Oh, man. I, I still got my chatter baits and stuff in there, though. That, yeah, yeah. Which, that's another good thing about the jig box. I, I store my chatter baits in there. I store. Uh, like buzz baits in there spinner baits it, it there's room for all of it it's awesome mm-hmm.
3: yeah you know we, we've got a lot of folks uh that that have found other things to do with that box and that's one of the cool things working for plano I, I didn't really know it till i came here but we build a box and say you should do this with it you know store in this case jigs or chatter baits in it and then next thing you know people are putting other stuff in there you know we've got um, I've I've seen it on on social media. A saltwater captain's putting butterfly jigs down in that. Hmm. Um, I saw some some stuff the other day that our guys are putting. You know, kind of popping frogs down inside of it. One guy wants to put big tarpon flies in it. So it, it's kind of every person can kind of make their their own way and find something that they're they're needing to store. We we probably got a solution for them. You know, with a little yeah. ingenuity and and when we get to the flex box that that's the mother of that whole idea of, of making it very customizable so
2: mm-hmm. yeah yeah i think well, the other thing oh oh
3: no ahead. keep going man i was just gonna talk to you about the next thing but, oh. it, fire but away just,
2: one one other thing about the jig box uh i, I always got people asking me questions like how, how each jig like if you were to hold the jig box and just shake it with all your jigs in it would they be would they come loose mm-hmm. and I was just gonna say that that does absolutely, absolutely not happen. I did a uh, YouTube video of this on Pat and Finn's uh, YouTube channel, and I shook that thing; none of them became loose. And I think it's because the weed guard on some of these uh, football jigs, the, the lid kind of pushes the weed guard down, and it holds them in place.
3: Yep, yep. Uh, you know, we we have some people that that want to stack them too deep, and mm-hmm. and that sometimes they get loose when you do that because it's. You know, it's, it's kind of a V that grabs the silicone of the skirt. Yeah. Um, so we're using the jig itself to kind of hold it. And if you stack too many in there, you put a big one on the bottom, a small one on the top, sometimes they don't grab. The other ones, you know, there's a few of those chatterbait items, like they're the ones with the, uh, the hinged head, like from Freedom mm-hmm. Tackle. You know, they make that custom one. It doesn't work great in there. The skirt's not bulky enough, but yeah. Yeah. 90% of jigs, chatterbaits, no matter who makes them, they go in there and they really stay well. Yeah.
4: Yeah. There was a lot of complaints of people with the yeah. specifically with the jackhammer because they're like it won't stay in there. And it's like, dude, it just happens to be a thin dude. It's thin there. Like in that spot, like, you know, like I just I get tired of hearing everybody complain when everything all the stars don't line up perfectly. <laughs> like, I'm like, <laughs> well, dude, it fits every just about every stinking chatterbait except the 20 something dollar one and i'm like figure out something like if you you know what i mean i'm like we're a bunch of di half the time you know what i mean and sure. like some new product comes out and everybody's just really quick to want to slam it's like one little tiny fault and i'm like i'm sorry but plano wasn't building these around the jackhammer you know like yeah. it's and you know i'm like if you got an issue with the jackhammer not fitting put something around it and just make it a little bit thicker in that spot. That's all you gotta do. Like, you know, whether it's like take a little piece of twist high, I don't care what you use. You know what I mean? Just put sure. something around there. I guarantee it don't take much to get it to stay there, you know? And cause I mean, I use I use jackhammers. I just don't get scared to death to lose them. So I don't even throw them half the time. <laughs> and but like I put my jigs in there and as I'm putting them in there, I realize that putting the jigs in, I can't put my bigger one side by side. There's just not enough room. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You got to like actually go like space out every other notch or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And that's just going to happen, you know? And in my eyes, I'm like, okay, this isn't a complaint because Plano's built this with where I could, you know, I, I have these quarter ounce flipping head jigs and I can put those side by side and I could fit a ton of them in there. And I mean, I have the first, my first row is all one weight of the same exact style jig. Mm-hmm. And so what's cool, though, is like the next one, I could do it with a three eights. I could put them side by side. But once I hit that half ounce, three quarter ounce, uh, those weights, those weights are so big that you can't put them side by side. You can potentially do it, but you're going to end up turning your hooks, you know, because I'm using stand up jig heads, So they're going to turn them kind of weird and it's going to be blocking anyways. So it's like, you know, in my eyes, I'm like, well, I tend to throw the quarter ounce more so but you you leave it open for somebody could pile those in there you know you, mm-hmm. you're not going to be able to kit like sit there and cater that exactly specific and i think that's kind of where you guys though are aiming for on the the one box you mentioned where you can make it fully customizable which was the flex is that correct
3: correct yep yep yeah yeah and, and you know you're right i mean with before we even get to edge if you just look at stowaways because we have Standard, we have the waterproof, we have what we call hydroflow that you can rinse you know they have holes in them so you can wash through them. We have almost a hundred stowaways configurations plus edge now, and yeah, you know it's really been the mother of invention over the years as new lures have come up. you know, we make a box just for Alabama rigs, you know and and not everybody throws those, but if you do, you know they are a pain to store right they don't go in yeah. So we made a box just for You're that.
4: just hanging them from your rearview mirror. <laughs> <laughs> right. Like, <laughs> I'm sorry. So I just thought of a crystal ball.
3: <laughs> right. So, you know, we, we try to, to cover all that. And, and our, our boys back in the engineering lab and, and our R&D team, they are always looking for something different. You know, anytime I go in there, there's crazy materials they've got piled up or they saw something at at Lowe's or Home Depot and how can I make that into tackle storage and I mean it's a never-ending chore because one we're never happy right as anglers we always want something better (laughs) something faster something cooler and the lure companies never stop they've always got new things going on you know frogs and ducks and bats and spiders and who knows what else you know kind of thing so it's it's tough but we we most certainly try to, to solve as many problems as we can.
2: That's what makes the sport interesting, though, all, all this development and stuff like that.
3: Yeah, yeah. Who, who would have ever thought your your buddy, old Glenn, was on your show not too long ago, right? And they'd be yeah. selling a piece of plastic that big that does nothing. Yeah. Can't make yeah. enough of them, right? Who would have thought that a couple of years ago, right? Right.
2: <laughs> I, I was going to ask you about that because he, he's from South Carolina, too, as well, right?
3: Yeah, yeah. Glenn and yeah. I get to fish together. He. He comes That's in awesome. my garage and steals a kayak from me now and again when he's got somebody in town. He's got my garage coat. He comes right in. That's awesome.
2: Like, <laughs>
3: That's cool.
2: Yeah, we just had him on last weekend. That's cool.
3: Yep. I saw he was talking about the net rig with you guys. So. Yep. 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 Awesome. Good. Well, uh,
2: you were going to talk about the next uh, box in
3: your series. Yeah. I, you know, we, I'm just going to talk a little bit more about a couple features, and then we'll move into the yeah. next thing. You know, we talked about the, th- the 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 latch, the label. We talked about the clear lid you know one thing um for your viewers out there one thing we did we actually put the label inside the lid to tell everybody and kind of demonstrate how clear it is um you know that does come out though people can take these out if they want i see so many boxes with the label still in and always give people a hard time it's kind of like wearing your name tag from the hello my name is when you're out at the bar it's kind of like that deal you know so
4: (laughs) or like you buy a car and your license plate cover still has the like dealer you bought it from like my buddy got (laughs) mad at me because i left mine on there for years he's like dude just give them free advertisement and i'm like i could care less it's a license plate cover dude
3: (laughs) yeah Oh, yeah. So, yeah, a little insider tip. These come out. You can take <laughs> these out anytime you want. So we appreciate the marketing effort we <laughs> have, but uh, we suggest you take those out. So.
2: The, the box does the marketing, marketing itself, so it's all yeah. good.
3: Well, we appreciate that. So, all right. Um, you know, one of the other ones, I went to actually go find my Jigbox, and I think one of my buddies has it. And, uh, I'm digging through <laughs> my garage, uh, this evening and I'm like, where is that chatterbait jig box? And I, I think one of my buddies that actually, uh, is on the native team actually has it. We were doing some fishing together. So, um, I did grab the terminal box, you know, this has been one of our very m- most popular boxes. It's the most expensive edge, but you know, it is just packed with so many features, you know, all these come with that box in a box kind of feature yeah. where you can, uh, Take these out, and, and each one of them has its own individual lid. You know, you can mix and match these and move them around. They all dovetail right back in and hold into place. Um, they come in uh, three different sizes with the clear lids like this, and they come in three configurations designed for weights as well. Those have the labeling system right on the top, and then inside of them is, uh, is a rubber insert. So it keeps tungsten oh, and awesome. banging around and, and rattling against each other. So, you know, pretty cool little boxes. Uh, you know, a lot of folks really enjoy the terminal box because they can store all those little things. You know, you can grab one of these compartments. Like if you're, uh, I don't know, you're drop shotting today or you're just going to wacky rig. You could just take this, stick it in your pocket or set this, you know, on your right between your feet on your kayak. And you don't need to get in your main box all day long you know you can just have this for some replacement hooks if you're breaking off or you know like you get it yeah. off something. so just kind of a handy little thing and we actually launched that this year now in the smaller size too so it's available in the 3600 size as the terminal box so for a lot of people the big one was just too big
2: yeah. and
3: especially you know for your audience kayak anglers this is such a convenient size it's easy to store. It comes in a lot of the kayaks. Uh, they come loaded with this. We sell them to the Hobie and, and Jackson and, and Native ahead of time, so they carry this stuff. Um, we're actually doing a custom one, actually, for Old Town now with their logo right on it. So um, we do a lot of work as an OEM customer, too, for kayak manufacturers. So
2: Those – uh. Those little boxes inside of there, uh, yeah. can you buy those separately if you lose one?
3: Aha! you chewed me right up. We just started selling them, actually. <laughs> awesome. So I was wondering if I could bait you into asking me that question. <laughs>
4: um,
3: no, we, we got a lot of requests for this as these individual, we call retainers. Mm-hmm. So this is one um, you know, that'll come just like this. You get them one at a time. Uh, they're all $3.99. You actually get multiples of a small one or just one of the big ones or the other ones and uh, they're all gonna be available this fall. So now if you buy this, uh, this size box and you wanna change it, if you buy this new 3500 size, they actually go in there, they'll fit in that. And we make the 3700 thin that is a little bit thinner profile and they'll go in that. So there's actually four edge boxes that these retainers will fit in. So you don't have to have a whole terminal box, you could just put one or two of these in a box a rigging box or a technique box that you could customize and put a few of these in there if you chose to do that now. So
2: that's a really good idea.
3: Yeah. People, people like these a lot. And it's almost like that was one of the first things we got asked is, Oh, I want to, I want to just a tungsten box. And so I need more weight retainers or I want just a, a hook box, but I, I fish smaller stuff and I need just small things. You know, if they're a, a trout guy or maybe a walleye angler or whatever, they don't want the big ones, they just want the small ones. So now they can mix and match and customize that box any way they want. That's cool. Yep. Very cool. Yep. All right. Um, well, let's talk about our newest ones if you want, um, and that is the Edge Flex. So this is the newest box. It comes in the 3600 size, which we just showed, and the 37. I've got that one here too. Um, like we talked about every edge feature is still in the flex box. So one-handed latch, clear lid label, you know, it's got the rust preventative inside the box itself that, that goes to work. As soon as you close the lid, it's got the water wick divider that's, uh, removes moisture if it gets in, um, you know, Josh, you talked about the O ring seal all the way around. Everything about edge is the same but what you get is a pile of dividers, 38 different dividers, and the box is wide open when you get Oh, that's cool. It. So, you can, I think you can see there, there's small little indentations all over the floor of the box. Mm-hmm. And these dividers go in that, that system. And now you can decide however you want. You could put dividers just in one place. You could put them in three places. You could put small, medium, and large dividers. Um, it doesn't matter. There's literally thousands of combinations that you could mix and match and make a box just for you um, to kind of make that work. So uh, the edge platform has been the first time we've been able to do that in a box. The gray base and the polycarbonate lid make it very rigid so it doesn't contort if it gets under pressure. And so now we're able to put these dividers in and this is kind of the secret sauce behind it. It's a divider that has notches for dividers in it. Oh, okay. And what we, call, we call these uh, a four-way, we've got a three-way, a two and a one. And so this is kind of the assortment of dividers that you would get inside your edge box. And now you can mix and match these to customize the inside now.
2: Okay, yeah, so you can make, you can have something with like a really big square and then like a little square next to it or a big double square
3: size yep. of the regular. And, and uh, you know, if you go online, we've got uh, a couple time-lapse videos, uh, we, we gave it to uh, six of our, our pros, uh, you know, Seth Feider has used it, KVD, and we kind of filmed them when they first got the box. You know, they were in the R&D stage, and they'd seen some Frankenstein-y, prototype stuff from us, but not the finished ones. The cool thing is not one of those guys built it the same way. Everybody did something different from the minute they touched it. You know, uh, Christine Fisher wanted a box that she could put bigger flutter spoons in and be able to just manage that weird size bait. Mm-hmm. Uh, Van Dam wanted jerk baits in it, but he wanted all different sizes in one box. Seth Fyder wanted a Nico rig box and so he built that and so everybody just picked it up and said oh man I'm gonna do this and no wait I don't want to do that I'm gonna do this now instead so it it was really cool to watch that and uh, and just let their brains kind of work and let that edge flex kind of solve whatever problem they could dream up so to speak so yeah.
2: I think that will be a hit within the kayak industry, just just because like Josh mentioned, everybody in kayak fishing, they seem to be into that DIY type of thing. Sure. And that kind of like.
4: With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without
3: notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and
4: resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com.
2: I don't know what I'm trying to say, but it, it's like it's like they're trying to be creative with like their own little thing, but still have... like the structure there you know what i mean
3: yeah yeah
2: yeah i, I think it, if it don't take off in the kayak world i'll, I'll be surprised yeah that's a, good, it, that's a good
3: idea thank you yeah I, I it's one of those things that our our design team has had this kind of on in the cooker or on the drawing board for a long time but like i said the edge platform gave us the the strength and the durability to build this and and yeah. that was the drawback is if you didn't have it in a really good solid platform, these dividers couldn't stay together because there's no molded integrity, so they have to be tough. You can kind of see this is the big one out of the 3700, but but they're thick. You know, they're they're thicker than a standard divider because they have to be really tough. I mean, they don't bend at all. They're they're really durable to make that work. So um, I've got a couple of them rigged up, but, yeah. you know, a good example, and, and it goes back, Joshua, you're talking about, with we can talk about jackhammers again or whatever, but, you know, this is the hardest lure to store that everybody throws, right? Yep. A, a standard yeah. three-eight-ounce spinnerbait or a buzzbait, they don't fit in stuff. You know, we make seven spinnerbait boxes to just hold spinnerbaits because they don't yeah. go anywhere. Um, so one thing that I built just to talk to you guys about is I've got an edge flex box that's kind of a bladed bait box now. Oh, that's So cool. I've got chatter baits and jigs down one side. I've got actually a couple of them rigged or trailers down the middle and I've got three eight sound spinner baits down the other side. So now you can kind of see how you could configure this box and not be trapped into one particular size of how maybe you want to put that thing together. You know, so small yeah. compartments, large vertical, and then squares, all kind of just built into the same box, and it allows you to put the spinner right in there with other bladed baits. So they just go yeah. right in there. You can fit them in, and uh, you know you're you're kind of good to go. So I no, to that's cool one.
4: because I have I have like one of the standard like old school like spinner bait boxes, uh, you know, and mm-hmm. it's kind of like it's a small box, but it's deep and that thing yeah. is a pain like as far as storage for in a kayak you know mm-hmm. like i'm like where do i put this thing like everything yep. else slides in it's kind of fitting together and then i have always after i've loaded up the black pack i'm like where do i put this
3: thing? <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah that, one,
4: know, one, that uh, item right yeah and it, a lot of times it gets neglected like i'm like you know what i don't throw spinnerbaits that much so i'll just either leave it here or leave it in the oh, truck dude. you know yeah and um I mean, because I have my, my chatterbaits in, in a box um, by themselves, but it's in like a standard like 3,600, you know, box because that, that's more of a slimmer, a bait that you can make slim in a sense. You know, you can fit it in a, a standard kind of compartment or area compared to a spinnerbait. Spinnerbait, you're like, hmm, so I'm going to have to have this giant kind of square area out of like, you know, out of your other lures and it kind of just doesn't make sense. But I like that um how you built that because it it shows it's like well i could kind of keep the same you can call it same style bait a bladed you know bladed jig in the same box you know because i don't i don't have that many uh chatterbaits i throw them i just don't throw them like a ton to go buy a bunch of them and you know i'm the same way with spinnerbaits there's a few select ones i like um so now you know it's a great idea to be able to combine them and not have that stupid spinner yeah. box i can't <laughs> stay in that thing dude <laughs> yes yeah, i love it because it works it works great like sure. and it keeps them nice and separate and organized but organizing the big, box man. it's yeah itself i'm like it's just i'm sitting there trying to play jenga in my black pack constantly to figure out you know what's the best way of putting this stuff in there because as soon as i put it in there it's like it's got to be next to thirty five hundred boxes. It can't be next to a thirty seven hundred yeah. box. You know, it doesn't fit at all. So, yeah.
3: Yep. But, and the minute you take one out, then you it's all upside down and, and a yeah. scramble again, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: yeah. <laughs> that that brings up a good uh, question here, though. Um, oh, you, you're in the kayak fishing. Do you use a crate?
3: Um, you know, I do use a crate. Um, you know, we make a couple items. Uh, we make what we call the V crate. It's a big molded item and, and the, the dividers or the, the storage kind of comes out at an angle. It's a 3,700 size and it's a little big for me, to be honest with you. Um, some people like it. it. It's got a lot of, of durability to it. Uh, you know, it'll, it's got a dry compartment built into it. Um, we also make a soft bag that goes in a milk crate. It's, mm-hmm. it, we call it a soft crate. So it slides in um it's designed to hold uh 36 or 3700 and then it's got a couple pouches that flip to the outside and so i use that probably the most um okay. you know i don't fish tournaments and and it's more for fun when i'm going and a lot of times i'm going with my yeah. wife or some friends so i don't feel like i got to take everything with me you know we're going to kayak yeah. and kind of just goof around and you know maybe pull up on the beach or do whatever and do some other stuff so um you know i, I have kind of a, a system i use and and it works for me but i guess i don't have the same requirements of somebody that's uh a tournament angler that's going to be out on the water getting after it for six eight ten hours straight kind of thing yeah you know?
2: it, the reason why i bring this up is because uh you've seen the black pack right yeah uh-huh. uh so the 3700 uh, edge box doesn't really fit that well when you have four or five other boxes in there with it Uh, so i think i think it's pretty cool that you guys came out with smaller size Mm -hmm. um i think more people will jump towards that kayak fishing so it does fit in that crate that is one of the more popular crates on the market for kayak fishermen so
1: yeah
4: yeah it's a good idea but yep. well, we also yeah. have one that's been designed to hold your guys' crates just perfect. So that's true. Yeah. That's true. <laughs>
2: yeah, the, the, the Yak, the Yak gadget crate will hold six 3700s and still have room on both sides to move back and forth.
3: Gotcha. So, yep. Yep. Pretty yeah, cool. Yeah, that other one is just just a real tight tolerance. You know, we we, we started making configurations of these sizes, um, you know, in the 70s. And so everyone is kind of copy this these two dimensions yeah and so whether it's a tackle bag you know that that's imported under a store brand or ours or 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 a knockoff or you know whoever right um, they're all roughly that same dimension some people make them a little tighter, some are a little looser, but that, but the plano dimensions are what everybody builds them on you know the 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 boxes in the kayaks are built around that we send boxes to ranger and skeeter and and scout boats and they keep our boxes in their warehouse so when they're building an apartment, they know they'll fit even so yeah. so it, it's that's the standard we kind of built it a long time uh, ago and it's just been come that's just what everybody uses so
2: i was going to say the standard is the standard
3: yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> For sure. Um, so, I've got the flex box in the big size, too. I'll show you guys real quick. Um, this is the 3700 size. And one thing we did here, we got a lot of feedback. This is actually a new dimension this way. It's actually a little bit deeper than our standard, but not as deep as our deep. And And what that stemmed from, a lot of anglers wanted a little bit more depth for storage. And as we've seen the advent of, of different size swim baits and kind of the craze around swim baits, the swim bait was, was almost too big to go on our standard. But if you put it in our deep, it wasted a bunch of space. So we've added this, what we're yeah. calling the bid depth. We're launching it first in the flex box. And uh, and if it's successful, people really like it. We'll put it into other things as well now that we've got this kind of this platform done. But um, one thing to note, it's a little bit different. Dimensionally, it should fit in everything else. But same deal. You know, like when you get dividers, it's a pile, right? There's no no lack of them. Uh, We didn't talk about it before, but they're all pre-cut. You know, they're very precision made, so they fit right in and they, they go in very snugly. They don't slide out. They don't come out of it. Um, and then all the same information on the bottom. You know, it, it's got that pre, pre-molded little divider system, so you can lock those in. They stay in place. And then this water wick thing, we didn't really talk about that either, but in the standard boxes, it works as a divider, but in the, okay. in the flex box, obviously there are no dividers, so we have to do it a little bit differently but any one of these dovetails around the edge, no matter where it's at, this water wick will go into that. So if you have an empty section on the side, instead of on the, uh, on the top, you can just put it over there. So That's now cool. this water wick thing will just kind of slide in and go kind of anywhere you want inside that flex box when it's done, so.
2: Yeah, I was gonna uh, ask about that earlier. How, how exactly does that water wick work? We didn't hit that.
3: Um, so it is a, uh, it's basically a desiccant pack. I'll actually pop this one open for you if you want. Um, it's a desiccant pack on the inside. The difference from that and the ones you get in your shoes when you buy them or whatever furniture is ours actually is, uh, is rechargeable. So you can put it in the oven. Um, it's kind of hard to see, but you know, it's actually labeled. It's got a little instruction on it. Um, does it
4: say do not eat?
3: It does say, "Do not eat." <laughs> it just as humans, we're not quite smart enough to know that. Right?
4: Yeah, <laughs> even though it's in everything, like, it's just still, we still need <laughs> to be reminded. <laughs> Put in the stove, but should, don't eat it.
3: I should eat this, right? Like, man, this is as easily as good as an Oreo cookie. I mean, look how good that. Is. Uh, <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> um, but a desket pack inside that. We have a couple different sizes, depending on the size of the box. And, uh, and yeah, it's uh, 20 minutes at 200 degrees, cooks the water back out of it. You can just lay it back in there, close it back up, and then it's ready to go, go back in your box and let it go back to work. So, you know, if you're in a rainstorm or once a year, once a season, you got a rainy day, come in, set those out, clean them up, and then you're ready to go back in your box. So,
2: do, do you guys sell those separately as well?
3: You know, we don't sell those separately. We don't sell the standard edge dividers. Um, Honestly, you know, if if someone invests in an edge box, we're going to do everything we can to take care of them. So if they lose one, or if they, you know, if one gets away from them, um, call our customer service line. We'll get you fixed up. You know, so a lot of guys, especially yeah. on dividers, when the standard boxes, you get a bunch, you don't even use half of them, right? You end up with a pile yeah. of them. I got I got a box of dividers in my garage. <laughs> You're door, you need another know, flex box just for the
2: customers. dividers. Yeah. <laughs> That's cool.
3: When when I uh, I go into our customer service team and just take them all in there and then they use and they get the you know if somebody calls in then they just send them out to them so
4: that's <laughs> cool.
3: yep. um but this is just a quick show and tell of the big flex box just a few other ideas for you um you can see you can make one big compartment maybe for a pair of pliers or tools of some sort full size spool of line in here um, and in the same box you can put uh, weights and hooks or small items all in one box. So you kind of again get that idea of of real small compartments, you know, big squares, oblong for baits, a big compartment if you wanted something like that. Really the, the, the options are are up to you. You know, it, it's kind of whatever you can dream up, the flex box will give you a way to kind of put that together and, and make that configuration something you can work with.
2: That's cool. Yeah. I like yep. it.
3: Yeah, thank you very much. Yeah, we're, we're excited about that. The feedback has been great. Uh, we've had such demand for it. We actually, you know, a lot of times show things at ICAST, and then we launch them around January 1, get them in stock in December. We actually moved all our production up. We should be having these in stock um, late October now, so we were able to gain about 60 days. So uh, for the folks that aren't uh, covered up in ice in the winter months, you know, if you live down south, um, you'll be able to pick these up. Or if you're just a little cabin fever and you're short and tackled, you can get them in the winter months and get you all set up with things by the time the weather gets good again next year. So.
4: Yeah, just in time for Christmas too. There you it's yeah, good holiday. <laughs> that, that's pretty <laughs> impressive. You guys bumped it up
2: uh, six, sixty days too, given our current situation. Because I know it's affecting uh, the fishing industry pretty hard.
3: It it is. You know, we. Uh, I think everyone is is having a year that that you couldn't have predicted in a million years. Of course, yeah. right. And from from having a good start to the season to. Everybody stay home, factories got closed, a lot of things, no one knew what was going on, and and then it went straight to everybody shopping and fishing and, you know, no yeah. summer camp and no school and no Little League and, and needing to get outdoors, so we're all struggling to keep up with demand as tackle manufacturers. Uh, the good news is we were ahead of the curve. Last year when we launched Edge, Edge Flex was kind of on the drawing board already, mm-hmm. so we weren't flat-footed when we started this year uh, you know we had a lot of r&d testing as early as january february uh, and march and we were uh we ready to go to icast with full finished labeled ready to go samples so uh, because we were that far along we were able to move that production up and uh it we're selling out of so many things you might as well bring the new stuff in at that point right
2: yeah so. yeah that, that's that's awesome uh, yeah. i'm glad i'm glad you guys are keeping it work and everything
3: yeah, so we're, we're, a lot
2: of people aren't. <laughs> we
3: cool. were we were lucky because we make more than fishing tackle. Mm-hmm. So uh, while we did have to change our manufacturing process and social distance and change our workstation setup, uh, we weren't required to close, completely shut down during that period of time. So we were able to continue with some manufacturing. A lot of people don't know it, but Plano makes uh, – uh, tackle storage of course that's what we're known for we make gun cases uh, we actually make emergency boxes uh, oh. out of a tackle box style because uh, the plastic can be sterilized versus a soft bag you know if it gets a, a spill on it in an ambulance or an emergency situation mm. you can sterilize a plastic box where you couldn't do that with something else so we make parts and pieces of molded plastic storage for many things in many different industries so
2: I did not know that Yeah.
4: That's cool yeah my bow is over there in a plano case
3: <laughs> yeah there you go right yeah
4: <laughs> you guys make i mean you guys make everything plastic so i'm pretty much convinced my computer has plano parts <laughs> 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 so um what it's was the, i did script. see though that you guys yeah i know you guys are invading everything it's great <laughs> um I want to see the tackle uh, the tackle bag that you were you were going to show us. Oh if, yeah, if you okay. don't mind.
3: Um, yeah, no, absolutely, that's great. Um, you know, we make a series of tackle bags called the Z series, um, and the Z stands for zipperless. It was designed around um, uh, a tackle bag series that's very water resistant and uh, user friendly at the same time. So, um, what these are, they this is our newest rendition of the Z series bag. Completely updated and completely redone for the year some really cool features that I think will will be great for a lot of tackle uh, saltwater anglers kayak anglers um, it, it just really is designed for that wet environment. So like we said no zippers everywhere uh, The pockets on the sides are designed to, to dry quickly. They're just a, a mesh pocket um, but one thing that I really like about this is the way this lid fits It's kind of a snug fit, and it's designed to shed water to the outside instead of letting it in. So while this isn't waterproof, uh, the material most certainly is, but the the lid doesn't seal. We kind of do everything we can to make it shed water to the outside. Uh, One other thing our guys did this year is they made this bag semi-rigid. So while it is soft and you can compress it and it's easy to carry, it's easier to put down in a locker, it's kind of... Uh, convenient. When you have it completely empty like this one, it doesn't fall down in on itself. You know, a lot of inexpensive tackle bags, they kind of just fold up like a wet sack. uh, Mm -hmm. So they're hard to get stuff in, or if you just have one or two things in there, they kind of just all crumple up. So there's a lot of structure in this, and that helps with the waterproof design as well. One other cool cool. thing our guys did on this is uh, this molded bottom is completely waterproof. The feet actually let it stand up off the deck of a kayak or a boat. But we went the extra step and used this center area and give it another point of contact. So instead of just four feet, it's actually got five, and the inside one is actually oversized. And these are all a uh, molded rubber insert into the plastic. So when you set this down, it doesn't want to slide all over the deck. So whether it's a saltwater boat or the slick deck of a kayak, this, when you set this down, it'll really stay in place well and not slide around. Especially when it gets weight in it, you get a little bit of downward pressure. It just really holds itself in place very, very well throughout the day.
4: I like Josh. that. It looks like a good mm-hmm. like uh, like river river bag. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, have it set up quick to move. It's got a strap on it. You yep. know, so yep. it's
3: got a nice strap. You know, that you can extend out as a shoulder strap. It comes with a couple lashing points on the back. So if you wanted to tie it down or you wanted to strap something to it, uh, you know, a pack rod or whatever, uh, you know, a clip a water bottle or a carabiner to that, it comes with that as well, but just a really well thought out bag. Um, really, really good. Uh, the Z series has been a good seller for us, but I think these are going to be even better because it's got so many great features kind of built into it.
2: Yeah. Josh, um, I was, was going to mention sorry. to Josh, uh, did you see that thing on the front, the the black square? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, new, new spot for your NRS <laughs> knife. <laughs> there you go.
4: Yeah. That's yeah. cool. Yeah. That, those are, you know, notorious for being on PFDs for those who aren't, you know, watching this on YouTube. Um, on the their actual tackle box that he was just showcasing, there's the the black square pieces that people slide their uh their knives onto and their pfds so that's pretty cool because there's a lot of ways you can you know utilize those not just for you know knives by any means but um mm-hmm. yeah that's awesome and you said they're on the back side too right
3: yep. there's two on the back yeah two across the back and then one on the yep. front correct
4: yeah. yeah that is cool heck yeah yeah. how many boxes does that
2: thing fit and what size um,
3: this one will actually hold uh, this is a 3600 and we make it in 3700 size this will hold okay. four okay four easels That's Pretty good Good yep. size yep and then we added a couple bags to that lineup we haven't had these in the past but this Ooh. is a truly uh, welded seam waterproof backpack design so nice. uh, you know comes with some nice shoulder straps uh, it's a full roll-top design uh, that clips on the top. It's got a nice, uh, you know, hook-and-loop Velcro closure, so it really seals up nice and tight. Um, you can open it wide open. I've got some rain gear in here. I'm actually heading to Florida later in the week, so I've got a little bag. I've already started packing for my trip down there. But uh, um, roll it up, and it's it just converts it to a great grab handle. Um, I like that. But yeah, it's it's 20 liter. And then we also are making a waterproof duffel that's 50 liters so uh you know really that would be a weekender bag you know if you're going uh uh, camping out of your boat or whatever you know like maybe up in the boundary waters or something perfect for that uh just a bag that you could store all your gear in and know it's going to stay safe and dry these do have a couple rubberized zippers in them um but then none of them compromise the main compartment. This one is just an expansion zipper. So you can shove a water bottle down inside here. It's open at the top. And then there's one right behind the backpack straps too that just give you a little slash pocket to stick like your wallet in there or something maybe you need quick access to, fishing license or whatever. Um, But none of them go into the main compartment. So everything inside there is, is controlled. Protected by a completely waterproof area and welded seams, uh, you know, a nice tight seal. And of course, if this one goes overboard, it's going to float too because it'll trap enough air in there that'll stay above water. So cool. I like that. That's the new Z Series. I think, you know, tons of kayakers love a bag like this, you know, whether it's uh, emergency gear, rain gear, lunch for the water, you know, whatever it might be. Um, This is the only one that we make. these series, the backpack comes with a couple stowaways. The duffel bag is really more a piece of luggage and it doesn't come with stowaways, but every other bag that we sell, no matter what price point, what family, they all come with some stowaways inside of them to get you started.
2: That bag looks like uh, a good, a good uh, dry bag for somebody who's like an outdoor photographer too, with like really expensive DSLR camera or something like that.
3: Sure. Yep. Yep. Yeah. It'd be great for that. You, one thing we did there, we didn't talk about pricing necessarily or anything, but the goal there was to give the, the anglers a good waterproof bag and still be affordable. Um, the backpack and the waterproof duffel are $89. Uh, this guy is $69, so under 100 bucks, and you still have really durable, waterproof or water-resistant bags that you can count on. You know, th- there's other brands out there, you know, uh, that that you could spend. Uh, three four times that much oh, yeah.
4: on a bag you know yeah. So i dig that it's got the shoulder straps like because one thing yeah. that's real nice about that is say you're packing up your boat and you got your boat like down by the water and you know you're trying to i don't know keep clear of whatever launch point it is and it just makes it you know it gives you more hands to be able to carry more gear down to your boat or whatever you know um that's one one thing that i've always you know, get tired of doing it is having to make, you know, multiple trips back and forth, back and forth to get this and that. And it's cool that you guys made a dry bag that, you know, all you have to do is throw it around like a backpack and take it down there and you're good to go. Cause that's one thing I haven't gotten to do this year just cause the COVID thing kind of messed everything up, you know, for everybody, but is to try to do some more overnight, like, you know, stay on the river trips. And that's a really cool bag. Cause I have, I have, dry bags but you know they're all just you carry them by hand and then you're like oh you know like i uh, you know it's such it's usually got lightweight stuff in it you know what i mean so it's Mm -hmm. like yeah i could be carrying something heavier but now here i am trekking down the hill with these you know one pound of clothing or whatever and that's a really good idea just to go and throw some shoulder straps on it you know because i haven't i have yet to come across not that there isn't any but I have yet to come across one in the store, you know, like one that has Same. shoulder strips. I knew they made them, but, you know, so.
3: Sure. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Um, And uh, that'll be a good one. And that big duffel, actually, the it's got just grab handles, but they convert to a backpack strap, mm-hmm. too. <laughs> so, you can throw that big yeah. duffel over your back and, you know, carry it down. So, yeah, I mean, we always got a bundle of rods in our hands, right? That, that yep. Uh, yeah, we got cooler maybe or we got just other gear you know paddle or electronics or whatever we're packing around so yeah it's great to be able to throw that over your shoulder and have your hands still free to carry other stuff with yeah.
2: the crazy things we do to catch fish right
3: that uh, is right yes <laughs> <laughs> that's it hey um any questions for me anything we didn't cover or forgot to go over you know edge is a big line and we're just we're just not gonna have time to do it all but uh i really appreciate you letting me show the new stuff and spend a little more time on that
4: yeah yeah, man
2: appreciate you coming on for sure
4: yeah yeah thank you for taking the time to come talk to us um you know i i remember when because it was basically the jig Catawba box. That was the first one of the Edge series, right? You guys had released. At least that's the one first one I came across. Yeah, and we we released. It took me a minute to go out. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it took me a a minute to get out to the store and check it out. And and by the time I did, I was like, "Well, I didn't know there was all these other ones." (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you know, I was kind of sitting back laughing. I'm like, "There's that. There's that." And then all of a sudden, the Terminal box came out, and but. You know, I, I really liked it. Um, it's one thing I've always struggled with is finding a, um, a tackle box, you know, or tackle storage, like something that I like. I've, I've tried – I've had Plano boxes. I've had the standard ones that aren't waterproof at all. I've had the flambeau ones that have the, you know, the little blue rust dividers in it. And the biggest thing over and over and over again that I've always come across on like kind of the cheaper boxes, just the overall durability. You mentioned something about your dividers in the new Edge Box series and how like rigid they are. That was one mm-hmm. thing I cannot stand is sitting there trying to and this could be a brand new box sitting there putting pushing these dividers and I'm like everything just doesn't fit good. Like you know I'm like I don't even know if that slid in properly and it half the time it's not and then like you know you go to open your box and it's just it looks warped and yeah just kind of out of place and you know when you were showing us those new dividers i'm like that's that's what i've been looking for just something i'm willing to spend the money i'm willing to drop coin on anything as long as i know that it's durable and it's gonna last me some time you know and because i got tired of just buying cheaper boxes for so long but like that was kind of the only options out there available that's let me backtrack on that one thing i did like always was the boxes i got with my my boat that came from you guys those little 3500 with the waterproof seal those things were like that was where it kind of started to change my mind about yeah spend a little bit more money and you will get a nicer product obviously when it comes to tackle storage like that so i do appreciate you guys being innovative and always kind of pushing forward plano seems to be ahead of the game um you guys are always kind of stepping it up like hey we've got this new thing you know check this out we've been you guys are always in, into a lot of good r d to make you know whether or not it's more expensive or not like i said i don't really care you're you're gonna spend more money on things that are built better you know and that's just how it goes nowadays
1: with kiss it cans free shoes motion sounds something like this Kizik helps you experience the magic of motion. With over 200 patents and easy on, easy off technology, you'll never have to touch your shoes again. There are hundreds of styles and colors, plus a squish like nothing you've ever felt. For a limited time, get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com slash socks.
4: But I don't, I'm real excited to see what else you guys come up with. Like, you know, it's it'll be cool to see it.
3: <laughs> well, the, the, the boys back in the, in the factory, and the engineering, you know, we're, we're really lucky because we've got some employees that have worked for us for 20, 30 years. You know, they wow. really know the manufacturing side. They're really good at it. A, a large group of our employees are all anglers or hunters, um, so they get out. You know, it's not like they're making this stuff um, based on somebody told them you know, they're doing it because yeah. they fish it every day. One of our engineers fishes all kinds of uh, tournaments. He lives in Wisconsin and fishes in tournaments up there. He's a hardcore ISA guy. Um, you know, we've got myself who live down here in the Carolinas. We've got a couple folks that live in Texas. So we really kind of come at this from an angler's point of view first. And I was on a call with one of our product guys today, and we were looking at some bags that we're going to hopefully be launching at ICAST 21. And we're like, well, what would you use that for? I like, well, how would you use that? Well, what if it had a zipper over here? And, you know, so we do a lot of that and and just test it ourselves because we fish and, and we're, we're passionate yeah. about it, so. Awesome.
2: Well, yeah, we're winding down. So, uh, again, Chris, thanks for coming on the show and uh, talking about the products. Uh, it was fun. We'll have you back on again. Uh, we got some more ideas for future shows, so
3: all right uh, we'll, yeah we'll we're get, gonna
2: talk yeah. nets
3: yep yeah we, we, we'd love to talk stuff i'm lucky enough to do the fray bill side too and um yeah let, let's talk about what makes a good net versus a bad net and and uh show you a few things uh it's kind of one of those things they're a little taken for granted sometimes you know that that uh, a nets that yeah. thing don't you don't always need one, but when you need one, you really need one, right? It's it's really important that, yeah. that, that you have a good one. So, yeah.
4: Uh, do you have anybody or you can be you like, like the... Brad and think you're professional and you're boat flipping and breaking your rods all the time, right, oh, Brian? I don't boat flip. Oh,
2: I've done that once. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I,
4: I broke one rod boat flipping a, a big fish in a uh... kayak. I, fr- I forgot about that check me out <laughs> uh, what are you talking about you tell us about it all the time we'll, yeah, we'll oh, just yeah, that, yeah. Brad. go ahead i'm sorry <laughs> uh
2: <laughs> anybody you'd like to shout out or uh, uh where anybody could contact you or follow you know, on social media
3: uh yeah you know we're uh instagram uh facebook or or youtube is uh, plano fishing that's the place to find us you know easy to easy to connect um you know we're, we're running a lot of different promotions and things all the time on there. giveaways uh we use our our anglers to to give us a lot of great content so check us out there if you want to learn about those edge flex boxes there's a ton of videos up on youtube on them right now that show the configurations and how they work so that'd be a good place to go and um you know just thanks for having me on i really appreciate your time and uh if there's something you need or if there's a uh, uh, you know, uh, you hear about things through your channel or if you have questions, you guys know how to get a hold of me. We'd love to uh, get back in touch or get back on the show if you uh, could put up with us for another hour or something. So,
2: Oh, yeah, definitely. It was <laughs> fun. It, it flew by.
3: It did. I know. I looked up yeah. and said, wow, it's already been an hour. It's uh, hard to believe. So,
2: <laughs> All right, Josh, All right. close us out.
4: All right, Chris, uh, like uh, Brad mentioned, thank you very much for coming on the episode. Uh, we look forward to having you back on. And for all of our listeners, um, thank you for joining us for another episode of the final cast. I know there's been a lot of questions in regards to our bracket tournament. Um, for those who don't know, uh, Dustin was sick for a little bit. He's been dealing with work and a lot of stuff. So we're, we're trying to get that final matchup completed. And as soon as Dustin gives us the all, all good, all clear, we will get that scheduled um you know we uh we do apologize this thing went out a lot for about almost like a month further at this point than what we anticipated but um hopefully we'll get that soon taking care of guys. so just uh hang with us we'll get it we'll get it resolved as soon as possible again we apologize but uh yeah thank you for joining us again we'll see you guys next time bye Thanks,
1: See you.
0: appreciate it
1: on Facebook and Instagram. Shout out to our show supporters, Angler. The Angler button and app just makes for a better time on the water and creates a virtual logbook for every fishing outing out on the water. Shout out to Rocktown Adventures located in Northern Illinois for all your kayaking, camping, and hiking needs. TRC Covers, protect your investment. Catch Products, shout out to Catch Products. Go to catchproducts.com and put the Paddle and Fin logo directly on your catch board. Shout out to Jigmasters Jigs. When in doubt, get the jig out. Go to Jigmasters.com, use promo code PNF20, and save 20% on all your jig and tackle needs.